just jumping in really quickly at the start of today's episode to tell you about some upcoming opportunities to see us live in the flesh. And you can see us live at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival 2024. We are doing three live podcasts on Sundays at 3.30 at Basement Comedy Club, April 7, 14 and 21. You can get tickets at dogoonpod.com. Matt, you're also doing some shows around the country. That's right. I'm doing shows with Saren Jaimana, who's been on the show before. We're going to be in Perth in January, Adelaide in February, Melbourne through the festival in April and then Brisbane after that. I'm also doing Who Knew It's in Perth and Adelaide. Uh, Details for all that stuff at mattstewartcomedy.com. My name is Dave Warnicky and I'm here with Jess Perkins and Matt Stewart for another conversation <laughs> for the ages. Oh, telling your one for the ages. Everybody know that song? No, what, explain. That's a Paul Kelly song. I don't know if it's a Paul Kelly song or... No, it's a Paul Kelly song. We anyway, hello Dave. <laughs> did I say conversation for the ages because I meant one of the worst. I mean best. <laughs> Matt... Contribute something. Save this conversation. I'm sorry. Hey, Dave. It's good to be here in back in the podcasting studio. Jess and I just were at a music festival over the weekend, Meredith Music Festival. You pulled out of it late. I bought you a ticket and uh, you held me hanging on for quite a while, a few months, even though you've got a quite a well-paying job and I'm <laughs> just a lowly uh, shit-kicking businessman. Wheeling and dealing, sure. Sure. But in the end, I mean, I'm, I'm a philanthropist. I give more than I take. And um, and I think the proof was in the pudding there with uh, me offering to give you a ticket. I mean, for cost price. Obviously. And you taking months of uh, umming and ahhing, basically saying, please hold it for me or whatever you said. Maybe it wasn't in those exact words. And in the end, yeah, you're like, nah, Coldplay actually or whatever. Yeah. And it was my first Meredith and you two had both been like, you've got yeah. to come and we'll go all together. And we were going to do a live podcast there, which we did. We replaced Dave with two... Uh, Inferior. Inferior. inferior so, so, so two people still couldn't feel my spot. No, no, no. That no. tiny tush. It yeah. just, but it takes up so much space it's in like our hearts. Like, it's like the yeah. TARDIS. They were very talented people, but... Uh, the tushes. You, you decided <laughs> that Chris Martin and his band, the Coldplay, were even more uh, worthy of your time. And may I ask, was it excellent? Because I have seen Coldplay before and they're amazing. It was a great concert. Yes, it was. And also, I will say, it's not Coldplay that means more. It was my girlfriend's birthday that meant more. And I took her along. Yeah, okay. That seems reasonable. Even as the cold-hearted single person on this podcast. You can respect that. I can respect that. But I do. I would like to publicly apologize for not being there. It's okay. And uh, it was a great time, I hear. Yeah, we had a pretty good time. Yeah, it was a super good time. The podcast is an absolute mess. Oh, yeah. I was real drunk. <laughs> oh, see, I haven't heard it back yet, guys. Yeah. So I'm not fully sure if we're even going to put it out. I don't is know if it, it feels like it would almost be a waste of everyone's time. You, nah. Is it genuinely unreleasable? It's just, no. I mean, we, we uh, an hour ago, we realized we had some, we, we could access some recording equipment. Mm. So we put out on, on um, some of the social media sites, anyone got any questions or whatever. And we sort of just went through them, and I interrupted people, and our guests, Kappa and Simon, talked way more than we did. Kappa was talking about anal babies. Oh, yeah, I do vaguely remember that. You're the so, weirdest I mean, part can about you really is... release a thing that talks about that? Even this podcast, I'm now thinking we might have to put in the bin, yeah. just because I said the words. Yeah. 
and there was context, but I don't really remember the context. I think he was saying men were delivering babies out their butts. Yeah, but anyway, I don't, I don't want to go back into that. Did, I don't want to relive it. Wasn't it based on qu- listener questions? Yeah, yeah. I don't it was know one how of them we... about anal babies. No, definitely not. But Kappa was there. Is I noticed, sort of an noticed uh, many, many tweets uh, encouraging you to savage me when I wasn't there. So thank you very much, listeners. There was a little bit of that. There was a, bit a of tiny that. bit of savaging. Yeah, a little bit of that. Bit of tiny tush stabbing, <laughs> in, rather than backstabbing. That's what I was going with. Gotcha. Right. Stabbing you in the tush, which is on your back, in a way, isn't it? In a way. It's your well back. <laughs> a conversation for the ages. <laughs> I'm not going to sing again. It is so hot in this podcast and studio right now. You know what's ridiculous is that it's like 30-something degrees in Melbourne at the moment. Like, we're really, we're, we're hitting summer now. Celsius. This is high, Celsius. Like mid-90s in Fahrenheit. Probably. And I've just got a cold. Like, on top of that cough I've had for the last month. Oh, pardon me. Let me just ask for a bop. Health update, please. It, it's, it's pray for Bob. Pro, hashtag pray for Bob. Um, yeah, well, I hashtag just gave it to you. Just health update. I just gave it to you. She's I'm, sick. <laughs> I'm sick. I have it's a, a short tweet. What what a, a, what? I got a cough and now a runny nose too. I'm not happy about it's it. It's no good. And I'm so nervous about getting it off you. Please don't give it to me. I've got a very busy time coming up. I know. I won't. I'm not going to touch or breathe on either of Thank you. Thank you very much. Like I normally do. Yeah. My normal greeting huh. is to just come up and, and hug you and Hello. breathe on you. Hi, mate. I love it. It loves it, but I won't. I didn't do it this time, did I? Live for it. Your breath is mine. <laughs> hey. I mean, in the end, that's true. Really. That's true. I, ble- I breathe in sickness, not oxygen. Anyway, we've been, we've been talking for a very long time and yeah. we have a report to do. Yeah, so I'd, I'd love we... to do it. Well, we don't have a report to do, Jess, Yay. I say smugly. It is uh, the beard himself, Matt Stewart's turn to report. And this is very exciting because this is, this is the first listener-voted topic. That's right. So, so, Matt, do you want to explain how this works on Patreon if people contribute a certain amount? Yeah, but, uh, which is nearly everyone, because I think it's one of the lower levels. You I would, think you it's, it's everyone. It is everyone. $2 plus. Uh, then they... Which is everyone, so no one's done the $1. Everyone's okay. going, oh, oh every, that's worth $2. That's nice. Every episode I'll do a topic. I'll pick three topics out of the hat, put them into a uh, onto a poll website, send out the link. The votes came in so quickly, and I love this because I can see how long people take to choose. Oh, what, what what are the stats on that? That's cool. Man, people did not take a lot of time. Oh, really? That well, was... nearly everyone eligible to vote did. I think we, I think we were at, at that stage. We're at sixty or so um, <laughs> voters. Jess is in the corner blowing her nose because she is a sicko. <laughs> I'm trying to do it subtly, and she's trying to do it subtly. You heard her say that. Anyway, so something sixty odd people voted out of I think now there's did uh, sixty nine so. people vote because that is what I want to hear. Uh, then yes, I'm we've back, actually capped our that's Patreon. A funny question. <laughs> we've, we've capped our Patreon at sixty-nine patrons, so thank you. But we're we're done. People took between <laughs> seven seconds and a minute twenty. A minute twenty. So that's someone a, really I quite had like, to think yeah, about. Yeah, I like. I thinking. like. I hope if you're listening, you know if you took seven seconds, and you know if you're bang. the minute twenty person too. Only the people who vote will know the two <laughs> losing topics because they go back into the hat. I don't want to necessarily. Oh give yeah, them I away. think you should get rid of them. Yeah, that's cool. Because so Jess and I, we were actually told. To not look. We're so not we haven't. It, we yeah. Haven't yeah, you guys don't know what the three possible topics were, but the those 60-odd people do, and so do I, obviously. Oh, wow. Was, okay. was, it, was it a landslide? It, it wasn't quite a landslide, but there was definitely a gap between uh, first, second, and second, third. There was, we're clear favourites here. Excellent. And the winner, oh, well, I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to ask a question about it. And as always, I ask the best question. Is Only the, the question... finest 
Well-crafted questions. Hand-crafted. Uh-huh. Is the question, which topic won the poll? No, it's going to be, have you heard of, insert no, no, topic be- title. It's even better than that. Oh, great. I think. I think, well, if that's your bar, then I've bloody surpassed it. I haven't even touched it with my big butt as I <laughs> flew over the high oh, jump bar. Or... I don't think your butt's big. You got like a... that sporting analogy, Bob? That works. Yeah. Because you Fosby flopped over. Yeah, I Fosby I was flopped. a year seven high jump champion, so. Were you? I was terrified of it. You were a flopper? I was good at high jump. Oh, Everyone flops. You yeah. got a flop. You got a flop. It was an Aussie guy who yeah, was Frosby, was. right? Who yeah, that's right. Flop. Yeah. And then people told him that he was silly. Yeah. And then they all did his technique because then they went, oh, actually, hang on, he's winning. They used to Superman it. They used to do all sorts of... They oh, used that was to crazy. split their leg. There was a scissor style. I was going to say scissor kick. Yeah. There was the, um, the low-flying... Duck. Yeah. Could <laughs> eat the ass out of a <laughs> low-flying duck. <laughs> You go, I it? love that saying. So, it's a great saying. It's, it means you're hungry, Jess. I know. I get it. And I haven't had dinner. I wonder uh, why it was front of mind. It's a bit like how um, Usain Bolt before he... It ran. means you're hungry, Jess. Like you didn't know that. Okay. I am really... I'm almost deliriously hungry and it's so hot. If it's 32 outside, I reckon it's 48 in this Okay, that's booth. probably hyperbole. No, no, no. no I reckon that'd be about right. You reckon it's 48. It's not 48 in Oh, here. get your thermometers out then. I don't have one. Right. I've got to, I've got to well, have my butt. Is there like a... Lucky lucky for you, right? Lucky. Is there like a menu log for instruments? We what? need a thermometer stat. Oh, instruments. Gotcha. They bring it over. Not like musical instruments. Oh, no, you should have that as well. They also do saxophone. Can you can you get a thermometer and a ukulele? I feel like having a little, a little bit, ditty. I mean, if co- they do instruments, they do instruments, am I right? Right. Don't bloody tell us your menu log of the instrument world if you can't bring a uke. Right. 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 And measuring cups. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, what, you're telling me you Kitchen don't even do measuring cups, which you can play as little drums. Or like the spoons. Play the spoons. Anyway, yeah, eating sorry. instruments. Yeah. Or you could, why haven't we started yet? I don't know. Sorry. I feel funny. Uh, great, but not in a I funny way. I pretty. Here is my question. Too much, Here's sorry. my question yes, to question. you guys, which is, a, which is a superbly handcrafted, like, the efficiency of this is majestic. I, I, I get the feeling you might be talking it up because the question's not there. Is it, is it I'm right? trying to think of a question. Is he yes. stalling? Yeah. Yes. All right, here we go. What is the most battle-ready animal? Lions. No. Oh, that's not a bad Camels. Suggestion. No. Elephant. Elephant. No. no. That's pretty good. They're good in a battle. battle, re- battle. Humans. Trick question. Kangaroos. Kangaroos. They're kind of aggressive, oh, aren't armadillo? they? Oh, armadillo? That is... All right, nearly all of those are better. Oh, and uh, armadillo—it's got the—it's got the the cuteness. You're like, hey, what's this little thing? And if you turn on it, it's got the armor, but they also have flamethrower mounts. Wombats, because they wombats look kind of great. cute and fluffy, but they—they they can really run and Continent they can hurt you. Continent-wise, uh, Jess is way warmer. Okay, it's one of ours. So it's not an armadillo. <laughs> one of our. One of our guys. <laughs> one of ours. Uh, okay, our animals. Oh, it's not going to be a platypus, is it? Yeah, platypus. Platypi. Oh, that's one of my favourites. I'm They're a big cool. monotreme fan. Sure. <laughs> Who isn't? Yeah. Echidna? Yeah, no, but it, yeah, good monotreme. An They're emu. It is an emu. An emu. An emu. <laughs> well, no, it's an em- emu. Emu. I know. You weirdo. I'm just being adorable. Are you trying to talk in a language that our Ohioans can understand? Yeah, an emu. And who was, wait, who was the other, some other American wanted us to mention their state Oh, more. yeah. What Florida. Was that? Florida. Melbourne, Florida. No, there was another one as well. It was like, they're not just in Ohio. Crocodile guys. country. Well, oh, there's 48 right. others. We may as well start listing. <laughs> okay. Arkansas. Um, 
Jacksonville, Texas. Mississippi, Texas, New Mexico. Are we genuinely doing this? No, no I don't want to no, do no, this because I'm, I'm abort. done. I'm so emu. <laughs> so the topic's about emu, but specifically a big <laughs> historical event in the Australian historical History? society book <laughs> of stuff. Uh-huh. Look. Uh huh. In primary school, we all have to read that book. Yeah. I remember the biggest it well. Australian historical big book of stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. They use big twice for some reason, but anyway, whatever. Yeah. Well, hey, it was quite large. It was a big event in the early 1930s. I'd never heard of it. The early 1930s. Uh, it was called the Great Emu War. Oh. Any knowledge of this? So I, who Dave is, is like a fat who? guy. I bet you've heard of it, Dave. I've heard of it, absolutely. Were the Jess, emus fighting the people? Were the emus fighting each other? Were the emus not fighting at all? Or was it, it nothing to do with the there's, emus? There's one very uh, brief question you can ask, which will help you find out all of this. Okay. Which is, Matt, can you please start the report? Oh, oh is it, it do go on? do go on, but... Dave, what the fuck? It's like, he's, it's like he's forgotten the name of our he own podcast. He missed one well, short I, podcast on a, at a festival. Well, to be honest, do go on just isn't a question. That's why I didn't consider that. Uh, is, that's a good wait, point. Okay, hang on. Is please, can you do go on a question? Or do go... Because you started it like that. You just said this, the last three words of your question could have been do go on. Anyway, we, what are we doing here? Matt, uh, Matt, do go on. Do go on. Fuck. <laughs> Command. How about command? command? One short command. Do go on. Yeah, all right. There we go. <laughs> Tell me what to do. I love being told. <laughs> After the First World War, the Australian government struggled to find work for the for thousands emus. of emus. Oh, and I was kidding. And re- but also <laughs> left orphaned by the war. But also returned soldiers. Ah. Um, There's many it, parallels between returned soldiers and emus. I think we'll probably find that. Uh, Long legs. Uh, Weird faces. Well, I was going to say they all have <laughs> two legs, but that's probably not, <laughs> not true. true. Oh, no. <laughs> not the oh. emus. Oh, probably the emus. Yeah. you know, well, oh, anyway. <laughs> I might have been a one-legged emu. Oh, he'd have to oh, lean against a tree a lot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Barry, can you go uh, get some food for me? Because... I cannot leave the tree. Yeah, I know, Greg. You remind me every fucking day about the one leg thing. I haven't forgotten. I got you some food. Stop bringing it up all the time. Potentially, before we go on, we should, just in case uh, anyone doesn't know what an emu is. <laughs> it's so funny, but yeah, I think Good so. Good point. Because it, it's, uh, it's, it's the you, second tallest. Would you say a shit ostrich? Yeah, it's, it's, like a, it's ostrich. the second. It's the second biggest bird in the world after the ostrich. Very similar in a lot of ways. It looks like a really scummy ostrich. Yeah, they look nowhere dirty. near as pretty. <laughs> they got these gross faces. There's something kind of cute about. They've it. got some. Sometimes you can get good uh, looking emus, but it's very rare. Did you ever read the book? I think it was Edward the emu, or, and then there was Edwina as well. Oh, uh, the ballerina. Yeah. Oh, I think Edwina, Edwina the ballerina. I mean, the illustrator did a lot of favors for the emu. True. Emu and and they had big, cute cartoon eyes. They yeah. don't have those no, in they real don't life. At all. They got like these gross, Beady scummy eyes. And they <laughs> breathe with their mouth open. <laughs> yeah, they, like me they, greeting you. <laughs> they look like ostriches who, you know. Fallen on hard times. Yeah. <laughs> Lost a leg, leant against a got tree. Got a lot of, got into heroin. But they, um, <laughs> yeah, they could they crack, crack ostriches. <laughs> they're, they're one of, imagine that. one of two uh, animals on the Australian coat of arms. Correct. The other one being, of course, the red kangaroo. Mm-hmm. The biggest of the. Do you kangaroos. know why they're on the coat of arms? Dave's gonna know. No, I don't know. You don't. I don't know that either, which makes me feel like this isn't true. It is true. Is it because they can't walk backwards? Yeah, they can't take a step backwards. I don't fully so I've heard that, but then... 
That doesn't sound real. Why? Because Dave doesn't know it, and he knows everything. That's true. I'm you know, it I always, it... I always lose confidence in a yeah. fact if Dave hasn't heard it before. I have yeah. heard, I have heard that. But um, you know, what would make it even harder to step backwards. That's if you chopped off one of their legs. <laughs> can't, they can't also can't step hop forward. Backwards. No, exactly. Just forever stuck in time. And is that true? And oh no, the the false one is something about sharks can't swim backwards or something. What's that thing? They die if they swim backwards or something. They die if they stop. Wow, what are we... All right. Anyway, anyway. back to the war. <coughs> yeah, back to the war. Do you mention war? the war? Uh, I will. Thank so you, you said it was just after the Second World War. People are coming back with no jobs. So the end of the Second no World legs. War, Dave, not 1990? So pa- 1919, even? 1990. No, 1918. 1918, sorry. 1914, 1918. That's right. Okay, so, um, and then 10 or so years later, the Great Depression hit. So things are tough. And Australia's hit quite hard because um, they rely on agricultural exports a lot. You will 100% not believe this, but during the Great Depression, did, did have I told you that my great, great uncle was the Prime Minister of Australia at that time? You have mentioned this, and it blew my mind, and I'd forgotten, and I've blown again. Yeah. I don't remember that. That's amazing. What's James, his... James Scullin. He was Prime Minister during the Depression. Wow. My great great uncle. He that is not a good time to be a politician. No, he was like he was like, oh yeah, prime minister, and then boom, depression. He was like, damn it! Ugh. Literally, people I think are going to blame me. For I stuff. think within the first few days of him being prime minister. Hey, I don't want. It's a worldwide be... thing. Yeah, yeah, but not good. I don't want to say. I don't want to put down this great great uncle of yours, but there is definitely a correlation could be drawn between how many depressions we've had and how many. Members of my family, family have been, have been prime minister. Agreed. Also, how great the depression is, and how great great uh, Jess's uncle is. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The further you go back, the greater the depression. Yeah, yeah. Jess's great 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 uncle mm-hmm. was prime minister during the great 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 depression. Yeah, it's not good. I've got a, I've only got a limited amount of data, but I'm pretty sure I can as- extrapolate those yep. facts. Yeah, I think Thank that's you. about right. Anyway, do go on. All right, that's probably fair. Um, so, th- so the Great Depression kicked in, you know, about 11 years after the end of the war. I think about, I think it was around 1929. Um, so things are tough and particularly in Western Australia, um, where, it, you know, the climate's tough and that sort of stuff. And they're looking for, there's so much space out there. So they're trying to use the space and they're but also it, trying it, to give yeah. something to do to the, all these return servicemen who are looking for stuff. So they... They offered, um, or they promised to give cash incentives to these ex-soldiers to go start wheat farms in, and in the in the desert, basically in the <laughs> desert, in the in country um, WA. Uh, wheat farms. Wheat farms. Huh. They, in their mind, they're like wheat. Wheat farms going to get us out of this trouble. Uh, didn't turn out that way, um, and. The, you know, the economic troubles brought on by the Great Depression hit Australia quite hard and the price of wheat continued to fall despite the government going, mm. yeah, nah, I reckon wheat's Yeah, nah, I reckon if go. you bury the crops deep enough in the sand, yeah, nah. it's going to start growing. Yeah, nah. Even, though the, even if it does grow, it's worth less it than... It feels so ripped off. The, like, I feel like on some level you trust the government to understand these things and when they go, and we're backing you with, like, cash... Uh. So, which they didn't come through with in the end. Oh, no. Lied what? to their return what, service. What, no. says, well, they're just stuck in the desert with sand. A, a, a similar ha- thing happened uh, in recent times in Australia. There was um, the official word was uh, orange farmers get into Valencia oranges. 
juice oranges. That is the future, right? I love this little rumour like the Prime Minister's out there going, <laughs> you know what I hear, Barry? Valencia. Back Valencia. <laughs> yeah. Navel is done. Orange juice? Huge. Uh, and that, be it huge. tastes quite good. <laughs> So apparently <laughs> farmers ripped out their navel crops and put in the Valencia <laughs> ones and it was a dud tip. D- oh, yeah. no. Unfortunately. Well, and then so That's the thing I vaguely remember. May or may not be true. And yeah. the Prime Minister came out and was like, Barry, you're an idiot. I said navel. I said navel. And orange juice has... It's poisonous. It's <laughs> fucking poisonous, Barry. It's the biggest cause of cancer. Oh, whoops. I, I told you it had the big C. You thought I said meant vitamin. I meant cancer. I meant oh, cancer. Oh, no, he did. He definitely did. I've got it here in the minutes. Yeah, look at that. I'm the Prime Minister. You can trust me. You can see here in the minutes. It says the big C, bracket cancer. <laughs> cancer. Not, not the not other vitamin. C. Not just C. I mean, this is all unspoken. <laughs> I'm reading between the lines. Well, I'm writing between the lines, between the lines. I mean, Barry, C is a and very versatile letter. also between the brackets, so. It's a very versatile letter, Barry. See? It, it could... You see what I mean. Uh, we all see. Little joke there to finish it off. <laughs> now, uh, we'll catch you next week for our next meeting. Thank you. No, no, no. Thank you very much. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> but, um, but I'm in a lot of trouble. No, Barry, I've closed the door and I don't reopen these. <laughs> Sorry. What a scene. Wow. Oh. And scene. Sink. And sink. And sink. Oh, I thought the C. Much better. We are too dumb for your humour. We're just a couple of C's. (laughs) Clarence. Clarence's. Clarence is obviously being short for the word that we don't say on this podcast very often. Anymore. Anymore. (laughs) Since I put in the rule. (laughs) Dave. Turned out Dave was a little... Anyway. We're being sidetracked so much so early. Little Clarence. You are a little Clary, aren't you? Bloody little Clary, but we love you. All right, good on you. I need to blow my nose again. Yeah, go on. You, you can, go. I'll you just be behind Matt you. Matt will just start reporting. <laughs> just don't want to be right at the microphone, you know. Sorry, everybody. Please go on. The, so the wheat crop... No, hang on. Please go on. <laughs> Do go on. <laughs> you really are sick. <laughs> In the head. Bloody fix yourself up, mate. You're a mess. So the wheat crops were tricky enough to grow and the... Uh, barren conditions of the West, but things were made tougher by a huge horde of around <laughs> 20,000 emus. <laughs> Where the fuck are they? 20,000? Where do they come from? So there, um, there's a few different ideas about why um, these big groups of emus were attracted to the area. Some were saying because of the farmers and the fences they put up, um, it affected their normal... Um, Travel route. Sure. You know, normally they go down the bloody Nepean Highway. Oh, straight down. Bung Take a, a left. left. They yeah. bung a left. They Thank you. They bung a left. They grab a pie from Sturt's Cafe. And they, they chuck a Yui. Stra- straight back on <laughs> the big open road. You know what I'm saying? No, I mean. And then, and supposedly maybe this led to their feeding habits being out, out of whack. And then, you know, they've all like got a bit confused, but they found all these. And they accidentally formed an army. <laughs> they formed an army accidentally. <laughs> accidentally. Everyone got a rank. They all got a salary. <laughs> There was a bit of a revolt. Captain Jones won. He's a new leader, but the I, dictator of the emus. But I also, um, I also read that uh, the emus were just heading on their normal path, uh, which would normally be to the coast, uh, from the centre to the coast. Or most first, you know, that's sort of the yeah, between sure. the seasons. They mated, honestly... and then they went bam. We're off to the coast. They head, head to the beach. Yeah. Go to the beach for the Christmas holidays. They come back for term one. But instead, what they hit. <laughs> Were these new lands that had been uh, knocked down, cleared, uh, crops of wheat were there, which they kind of enjoyed, yeah. and big 
dams with water in them, you know, for the livestock or whatever. As hey, well. guys, we'd have to go to the beach. There's a swimming pool right here. Reggie Deege. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so that's possibly uh, the reason. Probably more likely that that was the reason. And as well as eating a lot of wheat, they also um, turned out to be a bit of a pain in the ass because they forced large holes in farmers' fences, allowing other pests in as well. Oh, no. Other uh, pests like door knockers. Yeah, um, bloody hawkers, hawkers, Mormons, yeah. Mor- oh, so many Mormons. So many Mormons, Mormons. in the nineteen thirties, Central Australia, spreading good news, spreading good news. That's right. They well, accidentally yeah. formed an army. Then there was a Mormon army, yeah. and they took on the emus. Jeez, yeah, so, Well, Jess, don't jump ahead here. I know. Sorry, let Matt tell the story. But we all know how it ends. <laughs> so the farmers were not having a great time, right? Their their crops were being. Um, taken apart by the emus. So they got together and they informed the Western Australian state government of the issues they were facing, uh, which resulted in a meeting with George Pierce. I think he later became a Sir George Pierce. No big oh. deal. Any relation to you, Jess? Not that I'm aware of, but I will claim him as you cannot prove he is not. Oh. And his gig at the time was Federal Minister of Defence. Um, the meeting led to Pierce giving the Against go Against emus. Well, not at, I mean, at, at that stage, it was really against uh, humans. But oh. yeah, the Mormons uh, mostly. He had to call his secretary. Hello, does my army fight animals as well, yeah. or am I just the human? Is that guy? my jurisdiction? Is there a different guy for animals? Do we do we, do we need to call a vet? <laughs> do we? Can I shoot an emu? <laughs> I would also like it if the vet's secretary's name was Yvette. You would like that, would you? I'd like that a lot. And it is. I'd like it. It is and it was. I'd like that. That's That's a fact. Can I shoot an animal? Yvette, can I shoot (laughs) an emu? In the face, preferably. (laughs) Don't ask why. I'm a private man. This is a private matter. I want you to go into politics. You'd be great at it. (laughs) First rule... (laughs) Shoot something. But it'd be so good because it... First rule is shoot something. He'd have to wear a suit and he'd look like a toddler at a wedding. You know where they wear suits oh. that are way too big for them? They couldn't possibly make a suit that size. <laughs> they couldn't. Is that they what could. you're suggesting, there's, Jess? There's too much fabric in the world to make a suit than my size. <laughs> or just he... Yeah. The smallest pieces of you fabric. No, the you'd scraps. Have to, you'd have to get some sort of microscopic thread. Little tissues. Let's make a little jacket out of they tissues. Just, they just wrap me up in a... Box of Kleenex. We just, we just swaddle him like a little babe. He's a little babe. <laughs> if you squint your eyes, you can't see anything anyway. <laughs> so, so the meeting with uh, Sir, P- Sir Pierce, the uh, Minister for Defence, led to him giving the go-ahead to launch a military operation <laughs> involving a small group of soldiers from the 7th Heavy Battery Royal Australian Artillery Jesus. being drafted in to take on the emus. <laughs> To take on the emus. It really feels like it went from zero to 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys. I know those bloody Turks beat us in Gallipoli, but there's no way <laughs> we're going to be beaten by a couple of emus. Let's do this. Come it's, on. Uh, it's, uh, it's actually 20,000 <coughs> emus. So 20, th- what? 20,000? 20, 20,000. So. All right. Let's do it anyway. We've already released the press release, I'm afraid. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Yvette. Gallipoli was a fuck up. Yvette. Can I shoot 20,000 emus <laughs> in the face, preferably? Don't ask why. Yvette? Uh, Hello? Hello, is this thing working? The battalion head over by sea, uh, landing off the coast by several miles. Why giving do they have the to go emus... by sea? Look, um... All right, we're already in the same country as the emus. 
Well, the words just come in from Winston Churchill, who is the one that fucked up Gallipoli as well. Unfortunately, to they launch the boats. The emus had the upper hand. They had the cliff. <laughs> they landed at the wrong beach, and the emus were waiting for them with machine guns at the top of the hill. No, I think they, I think they caught a train or drove over or something. Um, Got on a bus. Yeah, probably just caught a, a bloody bus. Just a V line over. Just jumped on the coach. Just a public, just a public bus. Just caught the gun. The gun. Probably got the gun. The gun. None of these references make any sense to international. The gun's a big train. It's a big train that goes across the country through the desert. There you go. That's the gun. Uh, a V line's just like a like a fuck. This is gonna be this is gonna take forever. A um, uh, shit train. It's a shit train that goes sort of original area. The six two three is a bus that goes from like Malvan to you St Kilda. Wait. Sorry, I missed the start. You're going through all transport. No, just the things that I just mentioned. A okay, bus great. is like a large car. Okay, yeah, great. you can fit lots of people. Approximately fifty two. They're an average thing, bus. right? Yeah, fifty two. But people often break the law. <gasps> mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. Does fifty two include the driver? I don't think so. He's got his own special seat. Or she. Mad do go on. They were led by Major CWP Meredith and armed with Lewis machine guns <laughs> and approximately 10,000 rounds of ammunition. That's a lot of rounds. Well, that's not enough rounds. For... 10,000 rounds. Hang on, there's 20,000 emus. At this stage, though, I don't think they realise <laughs> how many emus they were. All right, guys, were. you're going to have to use one bullet for each every two emus. Try and line if you could up, line them up, that'd be line ideal. Literally two birds with one bullet. If you could uh, ricochet from one skull to the other, that would really help me out. And actually, it would look pretty cool, too. Because if you can't do it, we're going to have to go hand-to-hand with the bastards. <laughs> Imagine trying to punch an emu. Have you ever punched an emu? <laughs> Corporal? Yvette? Yvette, can, can you I? punch an emu? <laughs> Preferably uh, ideally, ideally not. Um, I mean, we're meant to... We took a Hippocratic vet oath where we must... Yvette, stop asking so many questions. Okay. <laughs> So Pierce gave the go ahead for the operation on the proviso. We had a couple of, um, couple of. <laughs> Man, I hope it's fucked up. Nah, it's not fucked up. It's just tight. It's just a bit tight. Oh. Uh, on the proviso, the transport of the troops would be paid for by Western Australia, oh. and the farmers would provide food, lodgings, and stump up the cash for the ammunition. So it's like we'll let you do it, but we're not paying for any of it. So it's kind of like a low risk thing for the federal Australian government. Yeah, it'd be pretty easy to distance yourself from that. Yeah. Should be. Um, the minister is said to have seen a bit of a silver lining in the deployment as he felt the emus would provide live target practice for the soldiers in peacetime. Ugh. Well, okay. I mean, I don't know if they f- f- would have fully prepared them for the for yeah. the Second World War later. None of the yeah. Nazis had such a big bulbous <laughs> body. <laughs> Yeah. And, and, they, they, and tiny pea heads. They moved like an emu. <laughs> they run really fast, don't they? they yeah, they're quick. really, really they're fast. Quick, really but uh, the Nazis don't move like the emus at all. <laughs> <laughs> this is not what I prepared for. They speak uh, German, they don't do this. <laughs> they don't do that, do they? What I, noise I, does an emu make, Matty? Uh, I'm sure ah. <laughs> got, a, got a ciggy? Ah. <laughs> What are you up to? <laughs> oh, that feels mean to people who need cigarettes. <laughs> Just got to be the emus. Nah, fuck emus. <laughs> ah. Big dumb birds. They're the ah. dumbest. Oh, well, I mean, this sure. story doesn't so far. They also can't fly if we didn't paint that picture yeah. before. Ah. Big, big stupid birds with little dumb wings. <laughs> Uh, it is also thought that the federal government were keen to be seen to be helping the Western Australian farmers as around this time a movement was growing for WA to succeed, secede, secede, <laughs> not succeed. 
Although we're still bloody waiting for him to succeed at anything. Nah, <laughs> fuck you, WA. Nah, look, they do all right. They're all right. They're, they're our Texas. Of, they're they're th- huge. They're fucking huge. They're a third of the whole country. Um, so there was, but there was a movement for them to secede and claim independence from the rest of Australia at that time. It was building up steam. So the federal government were like, look, we, let's help. Let's just be seen to be helping them out. If you let them kill two emus each, that's one of their demands for some reason. Uh, did did you guys know about this movement in the 1930s about for WA, WA to, to try and break away from? I had no idea, Dave. Yeah, I think I think a couple of different states have tried to do it. This was this was the most interesting one. They actually got got it all the way to having a vote, so they had a referendum on it in WA. Wow. Uh, and, what, and it was the following year in 1933. So is this How after, do you the, guys... after the war or before the war? Emu war. This is. Uh, this is after the emu war. Okay. Or after the, yeah, the, the, the bulk of the year. Well, if they let them kill a few emus each, you reckon they'd probably calm down. What they've kind of percentage do you reckon? Do you reckon it got close? Close. Or how many? Probably 60, 40, stay. 60, stay. JP? Uh, 70, 30, just to, for a point of difference. Don't actually care. 68% <laughs> voted in favour of leaving. Oh. Oh. Hang on. <laughs> Then really? why didn't they leave? They've left. You guys didn't know that they're not in Australia anymore. Um, despite this... I mean, they're still attached. Despite this, like, clear... Like, that's a huge vote to leave. Like, the Brexit vote was 52 or that's 53. Insane. Really close. Wouldn't it be cool, though, if, like, the if Australian they had referendum decided... Was... And they'd, like, cut themselves loose and, like, drifted off into the ocean? <laughs> they just dug a big trench. They're like, Bye. Just dynamited along that <laughs> line. I mean, it's a nice big flat line to do it on. It's a clean line, isn't it's it? It's a nice clean line. Yeah. What Victoria's like, Victoria's with the a weird, real jagged. I mean, it's the river. Yeah, know? it is. That's it's... what you get for having a river as a boundary. Which I think border. is quite nice. It makes it it makes it very obvious. Just last week, I drove to New South Wales, and I knew when I was there because I crossed the river. I was like, "Oh, river! I'm in New South Wales now." Because yeah. the river. Presumably, you were using well. a bridge. No, you were on a bridge. You didn't no, Birkin pu- wills it. I parked get a car punt. and swam swam across. Oh, no, they didn't get a punt. They wanted a punt. No, Old got... episode. I'm getting sidetracked again. Sorry. Camels drowned. Anyway, so sixty-eight percent said leave, and somehow they still they went. Nah, well, you're not that keen. Despite this, yeah, so the, the British Parliament had to tick it off. the The Queen had to um, approve it as well. But I they, believe that'd be king at the time. Like a couple of years later, they were like, um, "We're not gonna," because also the Australian Federal Parliament would have had to have got up through both houses, and they're like, "It's not gonna happen." So they sort of just went. Well, you know, let's just stop talking about this and hopefully WA will forget. I think that's probably what's going to happen with Brexit as well. Yeah, maybe, because that is what happened. In time, the WA, Western Australian economy improved and the movement towards secession People just forgot. ran out of steam. And now, like, it was, like, generations ago and we don't really even know about it. Who yeah, cares? it's fine. I, I, don't, I vaguely no remember idea. hearing about it, but that's about it. Yeah, but that's because you were alive in the 30s. That is yeah, true. You led the revolt. Yeah, I'm like, can't go, I'll stay. And then what did the emu say? We're nothing without you. We love all your huge desert. So much of it. And your sweet surf beaches. I haven't been to WA. It's the only state I haven't been to now. It's really good. I'm going there in uh, January. Please come see me perform at the... Okay, now he plugs. Noodle Palace. All right, great. Over around the late January. Check check out your local guides. (laughs) Check your local... If you're in Perth. Assume you're in Perth. Hear that, Ohio? Check your local guides for details of Matt's Western Australian show. That's Perth, Australia. I don't Uh, want anyone Perth shy or in uh, Scotland getting confused. Sure. Where my Stuart family is from. Anyway, look, sidetracked (laughs) again. I keep splitting the party. The deployment of soldiers are set off to the troubled area of 
Western Australia on November the 1st, 1932. It was about 250 k's or more northeast of Perth. That gives you a little picture in your head. And when they arrived, uh, many of the farms had already been smashed by the emus. Oh. And farmers were being driven from their properties. You couldn't be in, in my head. In I'm house. picturing like the emus going. You know that episode of The Simpsons where the dolphins yes. drive yeah. the humans into the sea. Yeah, I'm picturing that. That's uh, creepy. What, what? So people are driven from their house. Yeah, the emus get in a car. I'm gonna get in, mate. I'm gonna drive you from your house. <laughs> I'm gonna drive you to the edge of your property boundary, and you can't come back. No, you can stay there at the edge, but no further, no closer. You can go further. <laughs> Please. Jeez, that'd be a brutal... <laughs> well, that emu is heartless. They're making them st- stuck on the boundary. They're just walking around the property line. Anyway, weirdos, See, that, In that case, it'd be nice if the boundary was a river, hey? That's true. You could drown yourself. <laughs> is that what you mean? They probably should meant just have a dip. You, what, you're just thinking live in the river forever. No, it's just nice to sit by a river, isn't it? It is nice to sit by it, but you're talking about making them live forever in a river. I didn't say in. I said by. Can emus swim? Can people swim? Well, look. Not in the 1930s. That's, that's a case-by-case thing. Interesting. With emus or people? Uh, Probably both. Both. Bit of both. Yeah. Very you interesting. You can teach an emu to swim. Can, there, I've said that before. Is there a breed of aqua emu? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. wow. definitely. Yeah. Cool. They're called seal emus. Salemus. Salemus. <laughs> that's a fact. Definitely. Saltwater emus. Yeah, they're bigger than the other ones. <laughs> Anyway, the emus outnumbered the small band of soldiers by quite a quite a margin. How many soldiers are we talking? A handful. One battalion. Not... Many... Yeah, sure, okay. Right, okay. That's a lot of emus to couple take A couple hundred. On. No, less. Like, uh, I think we're talking less than 100 by quite a while. So 99. 99. <laughs> or less. Or... <laughs> to be specific. <laughs> hey, if we want to be specific, it's 99 or less. I think it's close. It's like closer to... It's almost single figures. I think it's a small. Like it's a, a very let's small. Let's say a dozen. So like two soldiers have turned dozen. up. So Barry's turned to Morris, and they've said, "Let's name them all." Wow, we've got to kill ten thousand emus each with one bullet each. <laughs> Line them up. <laughs> Why won't they stay still? Stay still. Oi, stay still. Oi, I'm trying to shoot through you and and ten thousand of your mates. Stand still. Are they, and are they attacking in formation or are they just going crazy? <laughs> yeah, flying yeah. V like Mighty Ducks. are little bunches. Um, and like, are they waiting until you're at the bottom of a hill and then like rushing ne- down and then from all sides <laughs> and you're like, oh, we're surrounded. Oh, my God. I, I'd say le- less. One comes charging in on the back of a horse. <laughs> the, the emu archers start firing arrows up the back. <laughs> they start firing them. <laughs> firing them. Firing the arrows. Fire the arrows. <laughs> Fire. Fire them. <laughs> Father, father, the arrows. <laughs> father, Amy. And we all lost our minds. I feel like it's so it's hot in here. And it's late, and I'm very tired. It's... I think I've got a temperature. <laughs> father, father, I think it was less like them attacking in formation and more that, that it was almost like they were doing the rope a dope sort of thing. They were, they were leaning on the edge of the rope. They were leaning on the and waiting, and they were Taking absorbing fire. the punches or the bullets. <laughs> I <laughs> don't worry about it. If you lean on the edge of the rope, bullets can't hurt you. They just they go through you. They just shake through your bones. That's crazy. Especially if you're a, flat, a big flatless bird. So the the soldiers, like dumb wings. The soldiers arrived in the area, and like always, there's a slightly different varying accounts. But some said they were just out of range, so they were pretty useless. At um, they they didn't even hardly bother shooting at them. Others said they just 
were missing. They're shooting and missing. They they were so ducking some, and weaving. Oh. The emus are so fast, they just weren't able to um, connect to Even them. with machine guns? Yeah. God. Um, <laughs> I think that someone is making excuses for being a poor shot. There are uh, varying, uh, varying reports as to how these early uh, days of the offensive went, but the consens- consensus seems to be that the emus were uh, way on top. Wow. Uh, the soldiers realised they needed to take a more strategic um, view on how to, how to uh, get on top here. Yes. And after hearing word that a pack of around a thousand emus were heading we're towards marching. a nearboard, nearby dam, yeah, they were marching towards marching. the dam. Um, the Did battalion... they have an emu on the inside giving them information? Yeah, there was an in- inside <laughs> He's bird. He's whispering it into like a, a homing pigeon deer who would then fly across yeah. and be like, I've just been told that uh, there's a thousand on the way here, but if you cut them off by a uh, dodgy creek road. Well, that's pretty. That's kind of it. Um, only <laughs> I think a human told them. And they, um, Which human? One of the farmers. Farmer. <laughs> Farmer. Farmer Joe has just said that the thousand emus are firing towards us. Ah. Towards the dam. And so... Ah. We must protect the dam at all costs. So that- Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. If it's your first ever website or your business is expanding... Not in a way that's like, oh, my God, it's expanding, like, yeah, yeah. More physically. Like it's growing, more customers, yes. more interest. Not like it's going to explode. Yeah, not like it's a building that's, like, blowing up and yeah, it's, yeah. oh, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. And I don't think they mean for marriage. You can sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical or digital products or you offer services like massage or oh. nails. Oh my gosh. Or uh, consulting. Should we, after this, get mani pedis? <laughs> Babe, I've already booked us in. <laughs> um, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. You know, what about blogging tools, you yeah. might be asking? I like to blog. I love to blog. I like to blog. I like to vlog. Yes. Well, Squarespace has powerful blogging tools to share stories, photos, videos, and updates. You can categorize, you can share, and schedule to make your content work for you. Scheduling's the best. Oh. Yeah. It looks like Jess has just uploaded something, what it, but it's like 3 a.m. in Australia. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the exact time I wanted to do it in New York City, baby. Exactly. Capture that New York market. Yeah. You mentioned vlogging as well. If you're into vlogging, you can organize your video library, showcase your content on beautiful video pages, sell access to your videos with member areas. The possibilities are endless. Now head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. I decided to go to the dam, obviously, and because I could get there ahead of them, ahead of the emus, lion wait. And be ready for them. The Ambush. Cam- the Ambush attack. In the dam. Yep. <laughs> well, not in the dam, by the dam. Fuck it. Dave's it's not like even he listening. Listen. It's, it's nice to sit by a river. Yeah. To hide by a dam. Imagine if they were inside the dam, like 
breathing. You know how um, in action movies, I mean, often, a, look to be honest, Dave, like, like a, a piece of bamboo, yeah. they're breathing it's a bit there, and then the they emu comes in, they come up and just cut the throat of the emu. <laughs> Dave, whatever. I mean, some of these scenarios you've said so far are a bit of fun, but bit, that is getting a bit. They're silly. a bit wacky. Aren't they? This is a fucking emu war. <laughs> what is happening? If we, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Could you take it a bit more seriously? All right, please? sorry. I'm so sorry. Several emus, I presume, are about to die. When the birds Wait, arrived, they opened fire. The birds? The birds. Did. <laughs> 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 oh no, they've got even bigger machine guns than us. Hold. A thousand, a thousand birds. Fire, am- ready. Ambushed by machine gun fire. Oh. That's kind and, of. And uh, a small yucky. handful only was killed. What, so they still only ki- got a couple? They split up and they just go off in packs and they just can't. They're not far. They're not fast enough to get get them. The emus are just good at being at, emus. Good at getting away. They bloody they make a fast getaway. I read reports um, that had come out at the time suggesting the emus uh, in each pack had a leader, like a you know a big big bird leading them out. And a they, brigadier, brigadier type. And they they stood out the front basically, and they were kind of acted like a, a lookout, alerting the rest to when the soldiers were approaching. <laughs> They're playing oh Mad, Jack, Mad Jack Churchill-style bagpipes. And it, but it, this is, So this sort of does suggest that they do have a bit of... The emus were like no, pretty... They were, they were being hunted. They weren't necessarily being malicious. Or like they no, were... I mean, the emus were living in their own country. Yeah. <laughs> and they'd lived here for quite a while. A long time. And then farmers all of a sudden came and fucked up what they were doing. Yep. Oh, no. Oh, I just realized we're the bad guys. Yeah, humans. Oh, no. It's nearly not, always the case. Not again. It's always us. Fuck. Here I thought these were like crazy, psychopathic, like horrible emus. No, they're just emus. Just going about their day. I thought that they, like, you know, their ideology was death. No. They wanted to inflict it on humans. No, they weren't They weren't even killing. They were just ducking and weaving. they were. They're fucking emus. So they've made people leave their homes, Matt. How's an emu yeah, going to kill I mean, you? They tapped the on the door. For, for months. Tapped it's on like... the door and said, if you don't leave, we're going to burn this house down. Yeah, it is a little bit like, come on, can we all live together in harmony? Yeah, when they say that the emus are driving them for their home, it's just like, well, just go out there and go, shoo. Yeah, they probably looked out the window just, and saw one emu just, and went, pack the car, Bob, we've got to get out of here. <laughs> just go out and like bang some pots together and startle them and they'll run away. <laughs> they, they don't need machine guns, they need a couple of pots. <laughs> That's what they needed. Fire. Fire the pots. <laughs> go away. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> wow, a thousand of them just ran away. Genuinely, the emus would have been like, Prop. This weight's pretty good. Yeah. Like but thanks. Weight. Thank you. Whose side your... are you on? Definitely the emu. Are you an side. emu? <laughs> I'm an emu on the inside. Scare we found him. them all. Dave, scare him away. Go on, get him. Get out of here, Matt. Go on. Go on, shoot. Matt, you've had your, your, your full. Come on. Did your mum used to hiss at cats, at stray cats? You go, Hey, Dave. No, because my mum was not some sort of witch doctor. <laughs> Dave, pass me that muesli bar. I'm really comfortable here. Oh no, he's settling. He's driving us from the podcast. Oh, no, hey, is that what? Is, what kind of bread is that? Is it made from oh, no. wheat? Oh, that is no. a wheat-free bread. Oh well, bloody hell! Oh, now nah, I'll take it anyway. Give it over. Give it over. Come on, mate. We're. I feel real good here. Can't we all be Can. friends? Oh, I love it here on your little farm. Can. I look. I don't want you to leave. But is it cool if me and nineteen thousand of my mates <laughs> Just crash, crash here forevermore? 
forevermore. Cool. Really, the farmers were being a bit unreasonable, not letting twenty thousand emus yeah. just hang out at, yeah, just, whenever they want. Yeah, they're they're cool. gonna be nice. Yeah, we're cool. We're cool. We're cool. Oh, they'd poo a lot, though, wouldn't they? We oh. poo. We poo. I think. So Major Meredith stated that each mob had its leader, right? And they keep watch while the rest of its pack Uh-oh. eats the wheat. So that they go nuts on the wheat, and there's an emu out the front, sort of whistling, going. They see something. Like, hey, hey, boys and girls. So, are yes, you see boys and girls, emus. The whistling, the whistling, genuinely whistling. Yeah, they'd whistle right, and then they'd give a signal. If um, they saw soldiers approaching, they'd change the tune from just normal whistling to um, the land down under uh, Kookaburra sits in an old gum tree. Oh shit! Run, run. Yeah, uh, that's the signal, boys. And they're just like going, just getting a little bit more weight, and they're tucking it into their backpack. And then they head off. So, like, they had a system in place is what I'm trying to say, and that I thought was pretty cool. Because you think of emus as being the biggest, dumbest idiots in the world, right? Yeah. That's what you guys biggest, think of. Biggest, dumbest idiots in the world. With yeah. Tiny, dumb wings. Yeah, yeah. Crack, crack ostrich. But there's a couple of things that make you feel like they're maybe they're slightly less dumb well, than you think. They know how to identify a hit song and whistle it. As code, so that's good. That's right, and, and so be, presumably be, write the song before it even exists. Yeah. Because of these skills, I think the 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 kookaburra one is is quite old. Anyway, kookaburra sits on the old gum tree. I won't sing. Sorry. So, um, because of these sort of strategies, the emus deployed or employed. <laughs> they did them both. Uh, they they were able to outsmart the soldiers over the first few days of the battle. In fact, probably you you could argue they outsmarted them for the first nine days of the battle. That would be quite embarrassing. Yeah, from people that have just come from winning a world war. I mean, we played a little part in it. I don't know if you could say winning a world war, and now you can't beat the. the you ask the anybody Australia. in the world who won the the first world war? Australia, 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 Australia won. Wait, are you asking people, you know, at an Anzac Day march? Because that, you're going to get a different answer there. That's a good point. I mean, if you go and ask someone down at bloody, you know, Ohio, say uh-huh. Akron, uh-huh. on Independence Day. The tyre, famous tyre-based town. I reckon you'll get an answer that something goes something like, tire. USA, USA made tyres. Right. <laughs> You know the tires on the Jeeps? We made those. So oh, yes. we won the war. Akron, Ohio, baby. <laughs> and at the time, you're you're also a baby. Oh. It's weird that the Akrons uh, address you by your stage in life. Yeah. But that is how they do. That's what that they do. That is how they do. That's what they do, old man. That's what they do. Oh, are you doing an Akron at me? Yeah. I just got Akron. Akron, yeah. Can't believe Dan it. Dan Akron. <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare don't you dare take his name in vain now nah, go on good on you uh so after the first nine days of the uh the war there was very little success for the australian army but if you look at it from the other side which people often forget to do the emus are kicking ass they are kicking ass they'd lost a few a few good emus but a few good birds but um but they got a lot of all, wheat got a lot of wheat but a flesh wound overall to the um, the overall health of their crew. Mm-hmm. Um, and at this stage, uh, the war was called off. Basically, the Australian Army's like... They retreated. White we retreat. Flag. White done. flag, we're done. We're out. 
Um, Fuck this. Major Meredith declared that the emus were impossible to defeat. Oh, my God. Well, that is just pretty embarrassing. Just he put was, out, some, put he out was, some poison. He was... Co- uh, that's what you got to do. you got to poison the pellets. Come on. There's no pellets. It's like uh, so I probably should have I should have opened with that at the top. No pellets oh, involved. Well, it's okay. a different story. And if they didn't put that in the press release, they'd look pretty silly. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Meredith was quoted as saying, if we had a military division with the bullet carrying capacity of these birds, it would face any army in the world. What? What does that mean? I don't understand that at all. It basically means we, we, if we, we could, could somehow train these birds. <laughs> we, we could rule the world. <laughs> And he, he actually spent the rest of his days uh, trying to teach in a emus to shoot machine guns with limited success. An admirable effort. Is this true? No. Of course, oh, of come on, Dave. The guy sounds like a madman. As he the said smartest they can, person on the podcast, I'm embarrassed that you He said they can face machine guns with the invulnerability of tanks. <laughs> well, that, that sounds like a lie. I think it's just because they don't know what it is. They don't have armor like a tank. Unless I've misunderstood emus for a long time. Or tanks. Yes, that's right. Tanks are actually covered in feathers and can't fly, <laughs> much like an emu. <laughs> he fe- the, the Zulu warriors were like a, f- a fierce warrior, right? They were obviously... Mm. Yeah, in Africa. Because he, he says that the emus are like Zulus whom even dum-dum bullets could not stop. What? So I, I don't know if he's, he's saying like they're... Even better warriors than Zulu warriors. Famously, some of the best ever. Okay, he's, I think he's uh, a is bit this mental. a guy? I don't think he's a bit mental. I think this is a guy who's just been beaten by a flock yeah. of birds. Yeah, no, 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 no. You should have seen oh, that. Yeah, oh, that's what you think. You yeah. think it would have been easy? Well, I'll tell you what. You know, they're like <laughs> tanks and Zulu warriors, <laughs> yeah. and um, if they had gun ability, if they had trigger fingers. I mean, God help us all. <laughs> Honestly. Um, to be honest, you know, I reckon if we can, we should just kill ourselves. Because <laughs> there is no way we will stop them. And they're coming for us. They're coming for our jobs. They're coming for our wives and our husbands. <laughs> <laughs> there is no shame in being beaten by the best. I've said that before. Was that after that, uh, that time I beat you up? Yeah, there's no shame in being beaten by the best. Beaten by the bop. This beaten old by, this hashtag o- beaten by the bop. Yes. This old report. Good. That's a good hashtag. Hey, go on, another old uh, reference. Remember, where, for a little while, um, Keen for Pain really took off. I've mentioned Keen for Pain today. Okay, great. And you and ignored it. I mean, the listeners will hear it. But I can't believe that. Over all this time, someone um, messaged me and said, equal opportunity, what about hashtag keen for bean? Oh, I don't like that. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I don't like it. Oh, okay, so sometimes equal opportunity <laughs> is good and sometimes it's not. Well, Some, sometimes I, it makes Jess feel uncomfortable. It's not the equal opportunity that I have a problem with. I just, don't the, like the, the, just don't like that combination of words. Yeah, there's someone... To, there's keen some, for bean. I don't like that. Anyway... Right. Thank you for equal opportunity, I guess. Some, I feel some remorse there. Hashtag beaten by the bop. Beaten by the bop. All right. No shame. No shame. Uh, the the report uh, back in the day also uh, quoted an emu hunter. And a guy, this guy was... Oh, ma- very good. All he did. All he did it's was It's Mick Dundee all over again. That's all he did. He was... 
Mick Dundee, Emu Hunter. This is before he got into Crocs. Sure. <laughs> and he said there's only one way to kill an emu. you got to skin it alive. <laughs> I quite like this because he then immediately lists two ways. Brilliant. <laughs> there's only one way to kill an emu. Shoot him through the back of the head with his mouth closed or through the front of his mouth with his mouth open. That's how hard it is. What? what? So if you shoot it in its face with or its the neck, mouth, oh, with mouth or closed. What? Yeah, Hang on. Oh, but if you shoot it in the back of the head, it will penetrate its skull, go through its brain, but if its teeth are closed, it will, its beak is closed, it will bounce backwards. It'll Somehow explode he- its head, I guess. It'll oh heal God. the brain on the way back out. Ah. Well, I think what happens is emus have such tiny, dumb pea brains <laughs> that you can shoot it through the head, and as long as the bullet has an exit point, yeah, it'll be fine. Uh and uh, they, they do breathe through their mouth, like you said. Yeah, so and they're always they're going. Always uh, so I'm picturing him like holding their beak closed. <laughs> and shooting at the quick, back of their head. He's blown his hand off multiple times, <laughs> which is hard to do because really you only get one hand per hand. <laughs> one hand per hand. I've always s- said that. <laughs> I've, I've always said that too. It's funny that we both said that, but I mean, it makes sense because it it's a universal truth. One hand per hand. One hand per hand. I've always said it. <laughs> Just as two. All right. Dave, have you always said that? Never said that. That'd be right. Say it. It feels good. Try it. One hand per hand. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. It sounded great. Yeah, I feel great. Good for you. A report. Have you have you heard of the Argus newspaper? Yes. Any historical report about Australia well, seems to reference the to the Argus. Yeah. It was a big paper in Melbourne for a little while. Uh, a report in the Argus newspaper in 1932 suggests the farmers were not happy with the withdrawal. Uh, stating not happy that- with the withdrawal method. Yeah, it's well, it's, it works for some. That's all I say. Well, the, all I say. The farmers were ahead of their time. They're like, can we honestly? Can we just stop. Just that? a condom or something. Is that what the withdrawal method is? It's pulling out before ejaculation, right? Look, I was trying to scoot around without saying it cleverly. It's before you splooge. You you remove. Is that it, Dave? Dave, Dave is that it? I can. I can, con- can confirm. I was about to take a sip of water and I'm really glad I didn't because that would have gone everywhere. Much like a sploosh. <laughs> it's a real mess. No, I, Much I, like. Uh, this episode is a genuine it's very sploogy hot. mess. Sorry. It is so hot. Uh, Much here. like. <laughs> Splooging. A cup of warm splooge. Oh, it wasn't in a cup. Removal method and find a nearest mug or cup, a receptacle, decant. Is that what you're doing? You're sort of decanting the splooge. Please stop. Oh, my God. You don't want to... Also, who the fuck says splooge? I don't know, but it's fun. I don't reckon it's it's been said in a long time. I don't think think I've ever said that. I'm bringing it back. I am either. Splooge. It's got, like, it really... It's it's got, like, pictures... Yeah. It's visceral. Much like... Is it it onomatopoeic? Yeah. Fluge. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. Only on Boxing Day for Dave. <laughs> when his urethra as it! biggest. That's one for people listening a couple of weeks back. All right, look, you don't have to explain everything, Matt. Move on. Oh. A report in the Argus newspaper in 1932 suggested the farmers were not happy, stating they were alarmed at the Defence Department's decision to recall the machine gun party, which they thought had been starting to eradicate the emu pest. The settlers state that after overcoming preliminary difficulties, as in not being able to shoot any of them, 
the gun party had begun to make an impression on the ravaging hordes. Ravaging hordes. That's a, that's as the, it was reported at the time. The decision to bail led to the to much ridicule for the minister for De- defence, um, and he was started to be pejoratively referred to as the minister for the emu war in parliament. That's a bit embarrassing, isn't it? Yeah. So he, he became a bit of a joke. Yeah. Not only did he start a war against the emus. He, he didn't finish well, the I war. Well, I mean, it, it, I probably I imagine if they went in and just took him out, it would never have been referred to as a war. It was only referred to as a war as it became a, right. like a fair fight almost, like a battle of two equals. <laughs> well, no. One, one was more, more equal, equal than the other. other. Yeah. <laughs> These birds, if we, if we could arm them, we'd rule half of Russia. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you start putting, like, jetpacks on them and... <laughs> They can now fly as well. They fly. They're one weakness. <laughs> Imagine, I would love to take a bird, a flightless bird, like a penguin in a plane. Look, mate, you're doing it. You're doing it. Oh, <laughs> that'd be nice. Just like you and just put this head. Imagine if you were in another plane and you looked over and there was just a penguin looking out like the window, sitting in like economy. Oh, <laughs> I'm not a flightless bird. And then is that what a penguin? Like gives you the, forks? the forks. What does a penguin? The, ping, the penguins have. No, no, no. no, it's got a flipper and it flips you off. Yeah, it flips flips the bird. That's where it comes from. Oh wow, that worked really well. Thank you very much. Pierce uh, <laughs> had started to have pressure built against him from the farmers, being like, "Come on, mate, you're making some real inroads there. What are you doing? You can't leave us now. I reckon we got them. We got them right where we want them on the ropes." And he's like, "Nah, they want they want to be on the ropes. They're rope and doping you." Yeah. <laughs> They but love he, the rope. He succumbed to the farmer's pleas, and only two days later, he uh, <laughs> after he first cancelled the, the offensive. Cancel the cancel. He cancelled it and ordered a second offensive. Wow. Two days. So this is a guy who is pretty bloody... He's flipping and he's, flopping. He's a decisive um, uh, He's roping and doping. Uh, it is estimated that the first offensive was able to successfully kill about 300 of the, uh, the 20,000 birds. I don't know. What does that work out as a percentage, D-Dub, Mr. Maths? Like 3%? 3%. Not a a great amount. Um, Mm. Or is it less than that? I feel like... I think it feels... must be 1.5%. Anyway, look. Because of the 2. The 2 and 20. Anyway, look. We're getting bogged down in maths. Come back to me. We're not going to hear Dave for about 10 minutes. He's going to be working this one out in his I'm head calculator. I'm going to go back to the corner and blow my nose. So you just right, keep great. talking. Well, this Nobody is going to allow me to get through a few uh, paragraphs here. This, <laughs> Finally. <laughs> the second assault had Major Mer- uh, Meredith and his troops again opening fire on the big dumb birds, eventually ramping it up to killing around 100 emus a week. That was sort of at the peak. But the mi- mission was again called off in December 1932, You know, around a month after it began. Major Meredith estimated that all up they killed about 986 emus with their 10,000 rounds. Or just so that's about. 5%. Ended up being about 5%. My math doesn't fully uh, add up there with the 100 a week. So it was obviously, you know, that all rotated. Jess is very close to my head with her sickness. And I do not appreciate She's breathing on Jess, me. Jess, get back in like your bubble. Maniac. Get back in your protective bubble. You bloody... I was going to... My bopple. I was just going to read... <laughs> the bopple. Get her in the bopple. I was going to read the next sentence with him and it's oh, going to be real funny. Oh, sorry I fucked that little bit of fun. Yeah, you fucked it, what you a big jerk. fuck. You big old fuck. Major Meredith estimated that all up... 
I've already said that. So they've killed. You would have helped me out. Me, you said yeah. that they've killed a thousand. Is that about? They've killed about a thousand. With about so in the end, they killed one in one in one t- in twenty. But in terms of Oof. ten thousand rounds, a thousand emus. That's one in ten. That's not too bad. It's not great though. But one in ten. They're pretty big targets. They I are. I could. I could. But also, one in ten. assuming that they used all the bullets. Well, well yeah, they, they did say they used nearly all the 10,000. Oh, wow, bullets. okay. Wow. Uh, on top of this, he Meredith also claimed that approximately uh, 2,500 birds had died as a result from injuries of the war, which uh, obviously probably equates to long, slow, horrible deaths. Oh. Don't you think? You'd, yeah. They'd be, and how, yeah, I don't know how he's estimating all this. They're small teams going, yep, oh, I reckon, look. How many did you kill? Oh, about 100? Yeah, me too. Yeah. Extrapolate. <laughs> yeah. If Round, we all no, killed just, 100 each. They rounded up. You know, I like rounded numbers. Yeah, so 100 rounds up to 1,000. Yeah. 1,000 rounds up to 10,000. That's 50% of them gone. They're done. Just, you'll never see an emu ever again. Nah, they've ex- they're, they're I assume that now. emus are extinct. Yeah, right? they're done. They're done. Uh, no, but oh. apparently, word of uh, word of all this got back to England, places like England and stuff, and they were animal activists were unhappy. You kill, they're killing the the. Uh, I was going to say limited numbers, limited edition, limited edition emus. God only made forty of these. But the whole point of it is because there were so many. Yeah. But anyway, like, I'm not saying kill them, but I'm just saying they certainly weren't endangered and still aren't. There's just well, could have been nicer ways to go about it. I think. Yeah. Um, but can you think of a nicer way? Yeah, yeah dynamite. Just ask them. <laughs> ask them to go away. I reckon, yeah, just go, look, to be Bang honest. Bang some pots. Yeah, so you reckon a bit of pot banging, failing that, a bit of negotiating. Yeah. A bit of a treaty. I reckon just farm something they don't want to eat. Toads. Toads. <laughs> Cane toads. Poison. Farm some toads. Farm some poison toads. Valencia oranges. Valencia Ew, oranges. Juicing oh, no. oranges. No, what no, are you doing? no. Now, Barry, I swear, next season, <laughs> they're all the rage. Louis Vuitton loves them. <laughs> Not even the Amy's will touch them. <laughs> Loving them navels, though. Gary uh, Gary went against the grain or of, of wheat, which oh, everyone yeah. else was going, and he grew... He, he navel oranges. Grew down the the Amy's, yeah, he, that was quite a booming trade. <laughs> Anyway, we're nearly done. <laughs> Great, I'm Emus, so hot. Emus don't like hand <laughs> hand fruit. Hand fruit? Mm. What kind? What's what? They're foot fruit. Types. They yeah, they prefer something like a big one, like a pineapple or a coconut. They don't something know. With oh. a, something with a bit of challenge. So, yeah. Something you don't know, just hold in your hand. Yeah, and eat. hand fruit. Have <laughs> you never heard the phrase hand fruit? It's a dumb phrase. That's not a thing. Yeah, a hand fruit. Hand fruit, apple, banana. No, I understand. As opposed to just, like no, a, no, just, a I don't knife think you and do. fork fruit. <laughs> As opposed to something that requires fruit. a bit imagine, of preparation. Imagine a fruit that you can hold in your hand. Mm-hmm. That's a hand fruit. Banana. Peach. Oh, hand fruit. That's a stone fruit. They're ones you eat with a stone. Yeah. With your you hand. You've got to smash them with a stone with your hand. So it's a hand stone I fruit. I eat pineapple with my hand once I've cut, all, cut yeah. it down See, a little bit. The that's, prep. A, that's a nice I hold fruit. the fork in my hand that's and a... I stab the pineapple. Oh, interesting, Dave. God. I need a ruling on that one. I'm going to have to do some... Maths on this as well. Okay, we'll talk Crunch in half an hour. Right. Uh, there won't be a half an hour, I'm afraid, you guys. <laughs> Despite the problems encountered with the cull slash war, the farmers of the region once again requested military assistance in 1934, 1943, and 1948. <laughs> and, and each time, time they, they knocked back, yeah. They said no. Yeah. So what was happening? They were just getting bigger and bigger, the army. Of emus? Yeah. The emu army. <laughs> is, it just, is it multiplying? Is it still going? 
Is there like 40 million emus out there? Yeah, yeah, you can't actually they see the ground. People. Have you seen a satellite image of uh, Western Australia? You know how it's kind of that emu grey colour? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's because that was... of the emus. Oh! I thought that was just a trick you, of the if art. If you go for a walk in WA, are you walking along the backs of emus? Yeah, you're about six foot in the air. Wow! Yeah, yeah and when that they... a, That's a bit tall. Because <laughs> you're probably on their back. Yeah, but... Not on their head. But you'd be more than... Yeah, that's true. You so, know, yeah. You're about six foot tall, so you'd probably be like... I'm, you know, ten odd. Ten foot, odd? Odd, ten, ten odd foot. You are oh, a bit odd. And when... grunt. Is that a thing? When know. they have the... It's a Russell Crowe band, I believe. No, that's 30-odd foot of grunt. Oh, 30-odd foot. Bloody hell. He's huge. He has got a lot of grunt, that man. And a lot of feet. God bless Australia. Am I right? New Zealand. Take the big right. Kiwi, yeah. Right. We'll take him. I'll, I'll bloody take him. God we bless take everything Australia. from New Zealand. After he won the Oscar award for some sort of a thing. Gladiator. He goes, what was it? He, he read a little poem he wrote. He goes... Um, I love a sunburned country. Some, he goes something like... Um, uh, there was movement at the station. Thank for you. The for, word had passed. There was something around. like "Thanks a lot, New Zealand. Uh, uh, God save the Queen. God bless America. But thank Christ for Australia." Ah, oh, and that is when oh. there was not a dry eye in the house. He, me- he melted. You know, there were there was moisture um, coming from all sort of orifices. All of it. Oh, the withdrawal method was very popular that day. Butts were weeping. Yeah. I'm mean, mainly the eye orifice, obviously, but um, <laughs> Jesus, also hey, the, yeah, well, so you, the mouth. And sure, the butt. we could we could rank them. We could rank them if we wanted. There, to. Were, there wasn't to. a dry butt in the house. There was not. There was something going around that day, and it was nasty. <laughs> it was making whole... people feel quite sick in the stomach. <laughs> Please stop. That poem made me poo myself. <laughs> you guys have made me start doing poo jokes. I don't yeah. like it. Yay! Matt, I loved that. Best part of the podcast. Uh, all right. Anyway, in the years since, emus have continued to prove annoying to the farmers. But they um, won the war. They won the war. Fuck. They're undefeated. That was their only war they've ever Good been on. in. Well, they didn't, two even, wars, they didn't really. even mean to get in it. If we'd called up America for backup, then maybe we would have finished them off. Well, yeah, they would have nuked the, them. Yeah. <laughs> they would have brought over the ostriches. Oh. From, where are ostriches from Africa? <laughs> nah. Uh, America's got them, I reckon. Yeah, they probably do. They've bloody got everything. Call up the San Diego Zoo. How many ostriches have they got? Two? We'll I take reckon em. they would have rolled some Ohio tyres at them. <laughs> this will confuse them. <laughs> There's only three ways to kill them. Yeah, are just like, what the fuck is going on? They head back to the sea. Where they... <laughs> Where, where they're presumably they're from. Yeah, they got great necks for it. <laughs> they can, they can go pretty deep. Yeah. What is happening? There's only two ways to kill an emu: uh, shoot them in the back of the head with the mouth open, from the face, or roll a roll tie, tie. <laughs> specifically from Ohio. Akron, ideally, if you can. <coughs> uh, Ac- Akron's my brand. I've always been an Akron man. I love people to send in some Ohio facts so I can build on my knowledge. If you've got some Acrons on your car, send in a photo. I'd love to see some Acrons. Is uh, that even a thing? Tell us if it's a thing. Yeah, possibly a mismemory. That's got to be a mismemory. Probably a, pro- a mismemory. Is Akron a real place? It's been probably not it's in Ohio. It's a great name if it's not. I reckon Akron, Ohio is definitely a place. If it's not, But you say it's a good place. Should we found a place called Akron if it's not real? Yes. Yes. We'll build it. We'll build it on can a tire industry. I be the I'm treasurer. so close to the end of this report. Okay, let's finish so I can go home. <laughs> um, so, in the years since, the emus have continued to prove annoying. Um, sure. And farmers—they're really bad at puns. farmers have attempted, and governments <laughs> have attempted other uh, solutions, including they erected a huge emu-proof fence. Like <laughs> you were to say, a huge emu monument to appease the thousands of emus. <laughs> All right, we killed a few of you. Here's a memorial. Stay the fuck away from the wheat. <laughs> And didn't yeah, work. didn't work. A no. big fence. 
Well, that, well it doesn't have to be that big, does it? Because they can't fly. No, nah, but they've bloody got a great leap on them. But just make it like a, a bit taller than them. Is it an emu? An emu high Sorry, fence. Can we, we got to finish this. I got to email the government. <laughs> what, they, they accidentally built a one 100- hundred. Dear government, stop! <laughs> I don't know why I wrote that. Stop! But I'm in the rhythm of it now. Stop. stop. Okay. Were you implying just that they built a one hundred foot tall fence? Well, he said it was really big. The emus will never get through this. Well, they won't, but they probably you and could they, have just cut it down a bit. They yeah. just like you know that you know that leader emus out the front whistling and stuff. He's also really good at lifting fences up, and he's just going, <laughs> waving them under. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just nonchalantly whistling. And that's them um, fluff, 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 fluff. Yeah, that's the noise they make, isn't it? Yeah, they fluff their way through there. Splooging. Aww. A splooge of emus. <laughs> that, that's the collective noun. <laughs> oh, God, a splooge of emus just got through my defences. Quick, wire the governor. Um, we didn't. We didn't uh, even um, give credit where it was due at the top of the show as to who suggested ah. this topic. We put in the hat. I'm going oh. to assume it's an Australian, Doctor Splooge himself. <laughs> You'll remember this guy or potentially herself. because he's had one through before. He also suggested Captain Jack Churchill. Oh, oh that's two in a pretty recent. Yeah, his name's Steve. At Chardes, no, oh, no, no. Yeah. Oh, Chardes. I would never forget Chardes. Oh, awesome. Steve, so, thank you. You are two from two, my friend. What, uh, how about the luck of being drawn out? Twice, out a yeah. big, it's become a bulging hat. It's huge. It's, That's very cool. Also, like, both obviously, all the topics we do are great, but two great suggestions, Steve. Um, the hat is in. so big an emu could not get in. It's an emu no. proof or hat. Or out. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because there was there one is an accident. emu slowly starving in there. I will not help it. Nature will take its course. It's not starving of ideas, though, because there's a lot of bloody good ones in there. <laughs> oh, my I God. I can't feed my family ideas, Matt. <laughs> Shut up, emu. <laughs> Shut up and bloody just enjoy it. Hey, enjoy the knowledge. They're all, but I mean, just having the idea isn't enough. I mean, we don't give him any access to Wi-Fi in the hat, so... So he just... He they're just like, what, is, yeah. what does the yeah. emu war mean? Yeah. I should, shouldn't I know about this? Oi, Dad. Do you know anything about fa. the emu war? Fa. Father. 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 I rise. Father. Are you done? I am done. That's the end of the report. That's so so very good. Chardes, Steve, you've done it again. Slow clap for you, mate. I appreciate that. That was a. That was really cool. I have heard people speak of the emu once. I was in Newcastle in a. I don't remember where I was when I heard about the emu war. Oh, you never forget. At a Chinese takeaway. No, Indian takeaway. Oh no! Sorry, I'm not a liar. I'm a liar. Sorry. Why are you lying? Why would you lie to us? Right to our faces. Dave, I thought we were all friends. I consider you guys like family now. What a low dog. I'm sorry, Chardes. (gasps) Anyway. Great topic. Now, great the, report. Great. And we've also got to thank the people of our Patreon supporters who brought you this episode with their support and also voted for that topic. Yeah. Great choice. Good job, everybody. You can well only done. assume that the other topics were not as good because we trust you to pick the best. Yeah. They, uh, and they, they, uh, they jumped on this one in a big way. The other two topics, I can't tell you what they were, also great topics. <laughs> the Kangaroo War and the <laughs> Koala War. Yeah. But we'll get to them, maybe. Who knows? Well, who bloody knows? I might definitely will. sneeze again. <coughs> we also Sorry. would like to <laughs> remind our uh, already Patreon supporters that our Christmas cards, if you're listening to this on the day the episode comes out or the day after, which is December 15th, this is the final day, December 15th, to support the Patreon in order to get a 
do go on Christmas cards sent to you wherever you are in the world featuring my toe print and a message from Matt and Jess. You're not, oh, you're not even going to put not, a message yeah, in. You're not going to write it? You're not even going to put like sign DW? What does the toe say? Everything. <laughs> thousands of words. Sure. A toe print is a th- thousands of words. Are you words. worried somebody could like get your toe print and then clone you? I'm worried that they'll break into like bank vaults of the future where everyone has to scan their toes. Yeah, sure. Well, let's just just like uh, let's then set up your bank vault with your tongue print then. Okay, and I'd also like to say a little stipulation: if you are a member of the Pink Panther robbery group, you are yeah. not allowed access to my toe. How would that happen? How would you know? There's no way you could possibly know that, Dave. I just know. I, I'd be honoured if uh, the, a member of the Pink Panther robbery group uh, saw your toe. That's what I. I I'd be honoured by that <laughs> somehow. <laughs> You'd be honoured for my what an honour for my what toe print. What an honour! That'd be so honourable for us. Hey, uh, this is the time of the episode where we get to um, uh, direct our gratitude more mm-hmm. specifically to a couple of our patrons. Yes. Patrons. Patrons. Uh, and I'd like to uh, kick us off here by uh, giving my deepest uh, condolences uh, and gratitudes because um, he's having a tough time, possibly. Sure. Uh, but a really good guy, and I think he's coming through it pretty well. Great. Pretty, um, pretty hard. He's almost got one of those names that makes me feel like he's made up. He's like, he's got a superhero's alter ego name. Cool. You know, the alliterative name, alliteration type. Yes. Oh boy, it is. have we said it's hot in here? It's so hot. <laughs> I should not be wearing my Santa outfit. Yeah, it's weird that you are. But, but we did just do the photo shoot for the postcards, guys. So photo it's going to be pretty. Photo shoot is a loose term for what we just did. I mean, we shot some photos. True. We shot, we some, shot some emus. We shot some emus, great. Through the head. But anyway, this but guy... But the mouth was open, so they lived. It was really bizarre. Also a also a superhero in his spare time, but a great guy and listener. He listens while he fights crime, I believe. Emus. The he man, fights Emus. Josh Jones. Oh, Josh Jones. Oh, Josh Jones. Yeah, you're right. I've heard of right. him. I've heard of his, his superhero character. Matt, can you tell us what his alias is? Which superhero is Josh yeah, Jones? Yeah, who's Josh Jones? Uh, Josh Jones, yeah. He's a nighttime baby boy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What does he pretend to be a baby at night? And then when when uh, crime gangs try and rob banks, he's inside the vault and he goes, wah, and takes him out with the power <laughs> of toddling. He punches he him in the face him. and he goes, suck on that dummy. <laughs> suck which on is, that dummy. Which is yeah. like what we would call pacifier. Pacifier, yeah. Are you pacified? Because he's bilingual. He can talk both Australian, <laughs> and American, English, and American. And Scottish and all the Brits. What's he say for the Scottish one? Uh, we dummy, you fuckhead. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. No, that's Australian. That's, a, that's Australian we and We dummy, Scottish. you fuckhead. Fuckhead's um, probably more Aussie. I hey, think. Josh Jones has got a lot of gratitude and that's great. Good on you, Josh Jones. You know who else deserves a little bit of uh, gratitude? Is it? I have a funny fit. This, Jess, you've been building up to this for a while, but you can thank me off here, mate. Thank <laughs> you. No, I appreciate you trying to. You're going to do it in front of everyone, but I don't need that. I'm not the kind of guy who needs public adoration. Um, Matt, it's really hot in here and I want to go home. Cool. So I'll thank you. That was the opposite of gratitude. (laughs) Yeah. I'd be gratitude. I'd have gratitude towards you if you shut the fuck up. Yeah, I'd be grateful if you just piped out. Okay. Um, Now, this person, I feel like uh, in her spare time slash her retirement in the future, She's going to run a really successful boutique florist. I think this isn't me. Are you doing predictions? Well, Matt did, and I wanted to no, say Matt, something. No, Matt talked about what this guy currently does. You're talking about someone's future. I love you. Yeah. I like, yeah, you've got, you've got, you're tapping into... But the I'm also op- worried that, like, 
she'll be like, what the fuck? Well, I'm not going to do that. But I, I mean in a nice way. I think that's a really lovely thing to do. Floristry. A really cute boutique florist. Oh, I'm so into that. And like she does, really, she makes a good living from it. Like she's very comfortable oh. and she's sort of known in her community. She's the best. And she has the best time. And that's obviously Janine Stephen. Yeah. You know? Oh, Do you just see that with Janine? need to name her. I know. And I, knew, I know you knew who I was talking about, but our listeners don't necessarily know. So I just thought... Janine Stephen. Janine That's Steven. a good name. Mm. We surround ourselves with good names. <laughs> Making such a mess here. Okay. There we go. Janine Stephen. I'm going to say that over and over as I go to sleep tonight because I think it's really soothing. Janine Stephen. Guys, you know what I love? What do you love? When someone is so great, they have... They demand not one, but two first names. Yeah. And then Janine s- Stephen. <laughs> but then somehow, single-handedly top that name somehow uh-huh. and just pick the two best male names I've ever heard and have them in one combo. All right. Okay. Think of, the, think of your two favorite names. Yep. Yes. Gary Johnson. Okay. Close. Jess? Christopher Walken. <laughs> Walken is the first Walken. name. I mean, what? Johnson is the first oh, name also. Look, we both fucked that pretty badly. <laughs> what about what about Dave call... Matthews? I just want to say that Dave Matthews. <laughs> you can't call a kid Matthews. <laughs> Dave Matthew, Matthew David. It would be great if Craig I called... da- Craig David. Yes, I'm walking away. I heard someone said. On... I'm sorry, Jess, but someone <laughs> said the other day that they once heard of a guy who had Craig David beard syndrome, where what? he could only grow his beard. In the manicured formation of the Craig David beard. Wow. That doesn't... That's someone lying to me. Yeah. I'm realising now. (laughs) That is someone who is too embarrassed to say that they shape their beard. No, I'm talking about the two best names. Also, imagine if I called my kid Walken. Walken Warnicky. Oh, that's (laughs) Is a great name. That's cute, actually. I would like to say a big thank you to the love of our lives. I think it's it's fair to say we can announce this. Wowza. Grant... Travis. Grant Travis. Say it, say, it, say it a couple of times. Grant, Grant Travis. Grant Travis. It makes you feel good. Grant, Grant Travis. Grant Travis. Grant Travis. That is. Grant Travis. Grant Travis. Grant Travis. Grant Travis. Oh. It sounds like a oh, word that means Oh, my God. I've just like looked at where Grant, Grant lives. Oh, Akron? Fuck, that'd be amazing. Aberdeen. Oh, Scotland. Scotland. That's awesome. So it's more like Grant He'll understand what I Travis. meant when I said "suck on that dummy, Sorry. fuckhead." But yeah, Grant, that was for you. you. Suck on the weed dummy. Oh no, I'm not. Nah, we've nah. Look, I've got, and I know that's probably on on the surface offensive, but my great great grandparents were from Scotland, <laughs> so I, I think I have a right. Well, I don't know that you do. I think I have a right. <laughs> okay. I own that country. We lassie. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I love it over there. Great place. Scotland. Beautiful place. Beautiful place. Beautiful. I was Beautiful there. Neck of the but a few months ago, as was Dave. You were there but a few months ago. (laughs) It sounds like you were there every time except a few months ago. I was there, but a few months ago I wasn't. Oh, my God. But I'm back there now. You both knew what I meant, you fuckheads. I don't think Grant Travis knows (gasps) me. He's having a good time. It's so hot, I'm melting. So thank you to all our Patreon supporters. We absolutely love you. (laughs) Uh, You can get involved. The Christmas card offer. If you want one for Christmas, buy... Thursday, December 15th, you have to sign up. Uh, we'll send that out to you. It's going to be a lot of fun. But re- And remember, you can request no weird toe print. No, I'm going to say that you can't request because it is way too hard to tr- keep track can of. Can I ask? No, I think you can only, only if you request it. You've got to put it in writing. And Otherwise, you wanna... you're getting it. Like ASAP. Yeah. 
Get on um, there. We're sending them. Some clarification because we are listened to internationally. Yeah, in Aberdeen. Time zones. Does it have to be by the 15th from where they are? How do we figure that out? I uh, make it 14th just to be safe. What? 14th. No, no, well, so today. Hey, maybe now. we'll be a little you do bit it now. now. Yesterday, right now. your time. Yesterday, your time. <laughs> Sign up. <laughs> no, good on you. Uh, have we cleared that up? Right. Australian standard time yesterday, okay? Okay, you got it. We're like really far ahead of a lot of the time. Look at the sun and if it's up, you've missed your shot. You've missed your shot. That's the rule. That's the rule. Oh, but guys, uh, well, we'll start linking to the live show that we weren't going to talk about. That I'm really sorry Just about that. dropped the bombshell. Nugget was secrets. <laughs> we can't trust him with anything. I told it's him like that pin- time when... Um, no! Oh, I was just going to say when... Don't tell you the, my pin number that I just trusted you with. Dave's pin number is... No, Matt! Seven... Oh, no. 80... Shut up! Oh. Uh, no. Bo- Bovril. Ah, 780 Bovril. <laughs> That's a cool name for a show, 780 Bovril. Welcome back to 780 Bovril. That's sick. I think I was thinking about Billy Connolly because of Scotland and Bovril. he used to do a bit about Bovril. He did used to do a bit about Bovril. Anyway, what are we doing? I need to go home now. I have to get up in You two have to get, wherever you're listening, you have to turn this off and go home as well. You can tell your boss you quit. Yeah, I think that's only fair. Uh, Wrap this bad boy up, Davey boy. Uh, get in contact with us, of course, at Do Go On Pod for all the Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook account. Do Go On Pod at gmail.com. We're on the Patreon. We'll be linking out to all that kind of stuff. But thank you so much for listening. And until next time, Matt has one thing to say. Do you, Matt? I was just going to say, uh, please give us a five-star review if you can be bothered. That just helps us in some way. Yeah. Some sort oh, yeah, of algorithm thing. It only thing. takes you 30 seconds and it makes us feel... A minute's oh, worth of betterness. So that's Some of those little the... reviews warm the bloody cockles. Yeah. Oh, if you get a little reference in there to the pod, oh, man. Warm the cockles. Warm the cockles. Oh, I've got to go and warm my, my cockles. It's like it's a mean, it means something Matt. nice. Stop. I've got to go. Thank you and goodbye. Later. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.